Hey guys, this is Liz Cambay. This is Nikki Collins. What up, guys? This is Esther Carson. Hey, this is Imani Lee Stafford. Hey, this is Jordan Canada. This is Asia Wilson. Welcome to the WNBA Nation. How's it going, WNBA Nation? Steve Schwartzman here. Before we jump into the episode, wanted to give you a quick update to our programming for the next few weeks. Of course, with the recent events surrounding COVID-19, the coronavirus, and how it's affected everyone in a lot of different ways, work lives, home lives, sports lives, uh, we wanted to make a few efforts on our end. For now, through the month of April, we'll be releasing sneak previews of our upcoming Patreon content uh, week on week, uh, giving you an opportunity to get a look at some of the content and some of the programs that we've been working on and putting together. Uh, these will run on our main feed and will be there for you to look at. Of course, our current Patreon backers will still get those a day or two early as an incentive for their support to the show. And then after the month of April, those will be exclusive to our Patreon backers. Our second episode of this series is going to be part two of our orange and oatmeal series, uh, specific to March Madness brackets. Uh, just so you know, this was actually recorded early in March before everything regarding the uh, COVID-19 virus and everything of that nature had doled out. So we were still looking forward to an NCAA bracket and everything in between and sports being a, a respite and an opportunity for us. And then our luck changed. And because of that, life got a little bit crazy and we weren't able to actually get this out even to the Patreon in the time we wanted to. So it's a bit of a delayed response. Uh, that said, if you are listening to this episode and you've yet to listen to part one, which should already be on your feed and should be logged into the Patreon as well, we definitely encourage you to click back into that. There are elements of part two that are contingent on some knowledge of part one. You can listen to part two and still get the experience, but it might be helpful to listen a little bit to part one. Plus, it's you know, more binge content for you. Uh, but this will be the, the second part of that open bracket discussion. We had a lot of fun with this one. This one actually includes what could be my favorite bracket we've ever done. I don't know that we, we've done a lot of these and they've been a lot of fun, but should be really good. We hope you enjoy it. Thanks always for your support to the program. And uh, we hope you enjoy part two of Orange and Oatmeal for March. Yum, yum. I love me some oranges and oatmeal. Let's go ahead and move on, Kyle. Uh, we're down to the third bracket. What are we doing? I'm pretty sure this bracket's going to take a tenth of the time that the other two brackets uh, are taking. That's good. Can um, we afford that? Yeah, we actually actually really can. Okay, um, this was inspired by events of today. Uh, I will be asking you, of the 24 hour periods in a day, <laughs> which is the... Which is the greatest time to take a nap? Ooh. <laughs> so you could say one o'clock, but you can't say like one fifteen, right? But so you've got twenty four of them. You can say like one p.m., five p.m., ten a.m. Like, but you've got sixteen of the twenty four hours we have to select out of when is the best time to take a nap. All right. And so basically, you get to pick an hour. You get to pick an hour. You get to pick like one o'clock. So or here's like the thing: five o'clock. Or Do whatever. we just assume yeah. like an eight-hour block of sleep is snubbed immediately? Like, or I is considered it, that. I considered yeah. thinking like maybe like ten p.m. to six a.m. Like we're not taking naps then. But I didn't want to limit that. Uh, I didn't want to limit. I didn't want to limit us. I wanted to. I, it's it's open. You can pick like, any of the tw twenty four hours. This as, honestly just makes me want to do best hours of the day. But I do like to take a nap. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel uniquely qualified for this as I have taken naps every hour at of like, the day. At like one a.m. Yes, yes, I have <laughs> I mean, taken the four a.m. to six a.m. nap and then woken up and having, done more stuff. Yeah, having worked in the night shift for the last year before I got to med school, <laughs> yeah. I, I can. I can be a night shift rep, so. Dude, oh, all right. we're gonna, best hour we're to take some and hours nap. With some I'm legitimately frantically writing down times. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you do need to specify uh, a.m. or p.m. Don't just say like four o'clock. You gotta like tell us which. All right. Oh, I'm so excited. Okay, there okay. you go. Here we have best it. Okay, hour of the day to the, take a nap. Uh, the order as follows. Jason will go first, then Logan, then myself, and Kyle. So uh, let's do this thing, Jason. 
All right. Uh, I got to start off. I'm an after food or after I eat napper. I like the I like full it. belly and then napping. So I'm going to go with 1 p.m. as the number one. Yeah, that's the right call. I can't. I it's can't the one disrespect at one. that one. There you go. We clearly have lunch at different times, I think, is where my take is. <laughs> yeah, I will. Uh, I will. I work at a school. I eat lunch if, at 10. If we're going up after lunch, then Logan is like, oh, the 8 p.m. nap. Like, I, I wish that wasn't can... true, but it is true. My lunch is at 1030 on Mondays. Like so like, I, I often eat lunch at 6 p.m. Um, That's because I'm 85 years old, though. <laughs> All right. I'm going um, next. Yep. All right, I'm I'm going to basically tap into what Jason's putting down here and just say that if you had a later lunch uh, or if you're getting home from school or something like that, maybe the 2 p.m. Mm. hour is more your speed. So I'm going to go with the 2 to 3 p.m. Oh. <laughs> the the 1 at 1, the 2 at 2. <laughs> I like this it. is the best. Let's never – this is – I just – let's just do brackets for the rest of the night. Um <laughs> I'm actually going to take a bit of a shift, and I have some experience <coughs> to do with this, because this would have been at 1. Uh, give me the 11 a.m. nap, because yes. here's here's the thing about a nap for me. Environmentally, it needs to be sound. A lazy Saturday nap at 11 o'clock means it's still somewhat cool in the day, so you don't get, like, an overheated afternoon. It's an extremely comfortable time to, like, burrow onto the couch, because, come on, a couch nap? Um, yeah, yeah. like it's, it, it's not quite too bright in the day. So it adds to it. Also, it's when my son naps. So it's also when I can nap. So at this point, <laughs> that's my option. That's, um, that was what put one o'clock for me. Cause I was like, that's when my daughter goes that's, down. That's actually, that's like, you guys have, op- you guys have hours. I have an hour and that's, it's 11 o'clock. <laughs> Um, and also I think it's, 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 it's late enough in the morning that you can get things done. Like, like for me, a perfect Saturday is like going to a diner for breakfast, hitting the farmer's market home at 11 nap, wake up at about 1230, do some yard work lunch. You know, like that's, there you go. You know, that's a full Saturday. It's like not even two o'clock. Give me the 11 AM nap. Kyle, what you got? Uh, I'm going to surprise you guys. I, I agree so far. I think that they're all really solid. I'm actually going to go a slightly different. I'm going to go out to the 6 p.m. post-dinner snoozer. Okay. Um, because I've had a few of those, and I don't know why, but they <laughs> just hit different. They just hit different, that nice 6 p.m. snoozer. Then you, you wake up, and you've got the whole rest of your evening. You're not dragging in the evening, and I, it's beautiful. I really don't mean to be this guy. There hasn't been a pick tonight that I've more categorically disagreed with. I'm I'm so sorry. <laughs> that that's, literally fine. <laughs> um like basically like that's me ordering the headache for the next 18 hours. Like that's Ooh, especially that's rough. here's the thing. If it's if it's daylight savings, maybe. Standard time, there's just no way for me. I would okay. maybe it's just me I, and it sucks. It. I, I love a good, a post dinner. Like you just had a really good dinner. You sit down, uh, your kids go play for a little bit and I can just, you know, rest my is, eyes for an hour. Though, and then I'm, nap, then I'm, when are you going to veg on the couch and watch Mass Singer? Cause that's what 6 p.m. is for. <laughs> <laughs> I have not watched Masked Singer yet. Okay. So. Well, <laughs> skip, skip a nap in a few days and you'll get what I'm saying. <laughs> so 6 p.m. That's my take. Back to who? Living, living, let Jason. Jason, you got the number five. Give it to me. Um, I'm gonna dig back to to my single days for my second pick. Um, I have very fond memories of me hanging out with my buddies, and you push it, you take a strong like 11 p.m. nap, and then you push it again <laughs> to like 3 a.m. Yeah. I'm going 11 p.m. <laughs> I love that the five seed and the best hour to take a nap is Re- 11 p.m. <laughs> Respect. Here's what the 11 a.m. nap also is. I, I call it the accidental nap. The 11 a.m. nap is I went to bed at 11 and I woke up because it's 3 a.m. and all my roommates are still awake. And so I go ahead and wake up. And instead of saying, hey, can you guys quiet down? I want to go to sleep. I go, hey, do you guys want to go to Beto's? And yeah. Do you want to go get a burrito? You go get a special like a 3 a.m. burrito. It's a special time. Yeah. The moment. accidental, the accidental 11 p.m. nap is solid. I respect I this. It. Logan, number All six. All right, I'm I'm gonna tap into a vein that Kyle was kind of tapping into as well, and I'm gonna go with the 5 p.m. nap. 
This Ooh. is the, you mm. got home from work, dropped everything on the way to bed, and you didn't really mean to fall completely asleep, but you wanted to feel the comfort of your bed for a minute, and it turned into a nap <laughs> before dinner. At this that is, point, this <laughs> you wake up and you fix dinner and you go on with your evening, but you get this, a little bit of a recharge after your work day. Yeah. This nap is also called the I don't have kids. Yeah, was, <laughs> yeah, that's a... <laughs> Everything Got you're saying is like you're, 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 describe, you're describing heaven. <laughs> right. Um, right, right, right. <laughs> I want a 5 p.m. nap so you bad. You come in, you drop your bags, if my family's in the- you walk straight yeah. to the bedroom, and you just plop. If the plop is important. If you don't plop, you won't fall asleep. You you got to plop, and it's not even, you're <laughs> in your jeans, you're not comfortable, <laughs> your face first plop, on the bed. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Plop is 100% poop in my circles, so I can't, <laughs> I can't hear that word again. All you with kids are nasty. Plop is a comfy word. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, it is. I'll say this. Logan, the 5 p.m. nap is the nap that I don't get. It's also the nap I want the most. <laughs> I, You evening nappers don't make any sense to me. Like... <laughs> Do you want to go to bed? Like, which which is why my next pick is actually not going to make sense now that I said this. This is very circumstantial. If you're pulling an all nighter, the two a.m. power nap is money. Yeah, mm. two a.m. is right when you're like, maybe I have to check in. I don't know if I can do the all nighter. So you go to the couch, and at two fifteen you wake up and you feel like you don't need to sleep for another three days. The two the two a.m. power nap is pretty solid. It, it takes discipline. It takes yep. <laughs> it takes knowing your body because I can easily turn into skipping class in the morning because you didn't do the assignment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I'm a, I'm a believer in the power up because that's the thing is like it's not a deep sleep. It's legitimately like, you want to be basically napping, but still somewhat hearing your roommates playing Halo uh-huh. and just knowing like, oh, I can still get up. And for some reason, I'm full of energy. That's the two am. <laughs> Kyle basically had that last night um, in, a, in a car. Yeah. True. Yeah, so. yeah, that's accurate. <laughs> in fact, in fact, circumstances play to this because, like, a three a.m. car nap is actually that's that's something that's not nothing. It's actually solid because it helps you get home safe. Yeah, pull I'm, over into a parking lot and crash for an I'm hour. Gonna, I'm going to partake in the two a.m. car nap later we're today. Learning. <laughs> that's this is brackets, man. We're learning. I love it, Kyle. Number eight. Uh, I'm going to bring things back to where we started. The 3 p.m. after school nap. Yeah. Logan mm. was taking his at 2. My school didn't get out at 2. My school was out at like 2.30 or right at 3. The 3 p.m. after school nap is like, I didn't have them very often, but the ones that I did just, uh, it was just a more simple time. 3 p.m. is the latest I can handle. I can't do an after dinner nap. I can do a wake up just before dinner nap easily. There you go. So you're waking up at four and like, then make dinner. Like wake it up and roast is on the table. Like that's. Oh yeah. That's basically my dream trip. That's to the, the one. Yeah. <laughs> that's so, the one. Um, on a Sunday after church at three, that's yeah. a good nap. We're now we're now to the back half of the bracket. This is where we're hitting the underdogs. Uh, Jason, I want to hear what you got. Uh, so mine's going to be very particular to me. So I, I don't expect a ton of people to relate to it. But my alarm goes off at 4 a.m. every day because that's when I have to start getting ready to go to campus to oh, study. Uh, you, you, that, so that's got to be in like an hour for you. Yeah, it's in like 30 minutes, but I, I'm going to be sleeping in tomorrow. Um, but, uh, <laughs> um, but my alarm will go off on a Saturday, and then I look at it, and I say, wait, it's Saturday. And I turn it off, and I go back to sleep. So I'm going to the 4 a.m. nap. That thing oh, you do yeah. after the alarm goes off and you go back the, to sleep. The bonus sleep. That's good. <laughs> I yeah. love it. I love that we're to the ten seed. And nobody said noon yet. Uh, like this I'm, is I'm coming. this is great. I'm getting okay. there. Okay, 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 okay. Really quick, the eight nine is three p.m. versus four a.m. This is nuts. <laughs> <laughs> That's the eight nine matchup. Three p.m. or four a.m. The winner this of that matchup faces probably the one seed. Like that is, <laughs> I, well, who knows? I who knows what the sixteen seeds got in store. Uh, Logan, you're at 10. Give us to so it. So I will take high noon as as this hour, and it's because of its there versatility. Because this is probably <laughs> this is the, because of its versatility. No, this is the nap that you've taken in the most number of places. 
Like you've taken it on the couch in your campus jobs, weird office, and you've taken it in your car from break from work and you've taken off and gotten home from work or class to just skip the rest of the day. Either way, you've taken the new nap on like foreign soil. Like you've done it in lots of different places. You've done it. You've probably didn't done the new nap in public more than anywhere else too. I, I gotta get a noon uh, rant out really fast. I, I, I can't, um, I can't fathom humans who particularly have lunch at noon. It doesn't click with me. (laughs) It's, it's the most anti-establishment that I am. I don't know if it's like an obsessive compulsive style thing. I can't physically have lunch at noon. I can do it do at twelve four. I, I can after. do it at twelve thirty. I can't do it at noon. It's so weird to me. Like lunch right at noon for some reason is unsettling to me. And I, I like, <laughs> but here's the thing: if I'm at work and I schedule a meeting at noon, everyone wants my throat because it's lunchtime. And right? I'm just like, I'm just like twelve thirty is the lunch. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's just like I like my lunch to dip pretty well into the afternoon. Maybe that's it. Maybe I'm just lazy. Maybe that's what it is. Well, it's just a bad employee. It's because it's nice getting back from lunch and being like, all right, three hours till I go home instead of like, oh, my gosh, like I'm back from lunch and the office is loud because everybody else is back from lunch, too. And I got so much to do and we're not close to the end of the day. Like, that's why I go hide in my car at noon. That's where the noon nap started was the <laughs> you know what? I'm going to go hide in the parking structure and then it'll Maybe be lunchtime. <laughs> Maybe it's this. Maybe I have something against uh, meals on like double digit times, because because breakfast is at a single digit time. Maybe I need to push dinner toward one or lunch to one, so that mm. I can always have a single digit. Maybe that's it. I don't know. I'm trying to figure out my own brain as we're talking. Y'all aren't eating dinner at 10 p.m. <laughs> Logan, <laughs> okay. Let, let me make something perfectly clear. Let me make some. I'm eating at 10 p.m. <laughs> <laughs> it's, yeah. ju- it's just ha- it's 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 not it's dinner. Meal. Yeah, <laughs> there uh, there is a meal at 10 p.m. But I've had dinner. You you guys when, 10 PM when we got you've on seen the me call, physically, you know, when we got on the call earlier tonight, you know, I was eating a bowl of spaghetti. That was that was <laughs> literally like the first thing that sure. came out of your mouth when we all got together is like, I need to go put the spaghetti in the fridge. <laughs> just basically, if that's your trade, that's like you should get that trademarked. That's that's a good one. This is such a good put the spaghetti in the fridge. I like it a lot. Um, I, this is sort of in the same vein as Jason. So I'm at the 11 right now. This is the 7 a.m. nap. And really what the 7 a.m. nap is, is I woke up at seven, um, because I had to pee and then I went back to bed and got up again at 10. (laughs) (laughs) It's the, it's the, I'm planning on sleep again, but I have to be up right now. So I'm going to go pee as quickly as I can before I accidentally wake up the baby and sleep in. Am I the the 7 a.m.? Am I the only it's, person that would? Oh, go ahead. No, you're good. I, I was gonna say I, I do that nap all the time, where where it's like I gotta go pee and then get back to bed. Am I the only person who keeps one eye closed so that you still have night blindness, or like you don't lose all your night blindness? Oh, that's a good idea. So I just I like one. So that. like, if I have to turn on a light to like locate the toilet, I'll turn on the light with one eye open, and then I can turn off the light, and then other eyes open. I can now see the bathroom because I didn't lose my night blind or this my is, night vision. This is why Jason's going to be a. You doctor. are a superhero. <laughs> <laughs> that is brilliant. It's I, also that, that's uh, a game changer for it, me, especially in your marriage. It's also one of the most unspoken agreements, which is listen. If it's seven in the morning, the door's probably open. Like it's you like you, you and your spouse just understand like the door is probably wide open. We're just going to like, we're just going to understand this truth and get through it. Um, and that's life. That's, that's the seven hammer. Uh, Kyle number 12, which really, yeah, go ahead. Number 12. I, I really like, uh, Steve's take at the three, uh, for the 11 AM nap. Sometimes on a Saturday, the 11 a.m. nap is just perfect. Uh, but every once in a while, you have those Saturdays that some random responsibility comes up that's a little earlier than you'd like. And so if you can get back to it at 10 and get a 10 a.m. nap, it's a solid choice. 10's not bad. And that's it. Yeah. Ten, so, the, ten, ten. the 10 a.m. is just clean. Like, I just went and cleaned the church, like, helped clean the church. Yeah. 
or how yeah, went, and, went, and, went and helped do a service project in someone's lawn on a Saturday. And yeah, now if, I'm gonna go if you had to get up really early for something and then you get back home and it feels like it's the middle of the day, but it's actually 10 a.m. It's, it's the just helped a friend move. Yeah. Nap, like, yeah. Yeah, exactly. I like it. I like it a whole okay. lot. One, you have one pick left for everybody. Let's hear it. Okay. And it's weirdly difficult. Yeah. <laughs> Jason, give it to us. Um, I'm going to go, going back to my night shift days when I worked at the ER, on my off nights, I uh, I was part of the volunteer fire department working the ambulance. And there's a lull at about 3 a.m. because all the bars have closed, so all the drunk people who are going to fall over and hurt themselves have already have stopped. And then the people who are going to wake up to realize that something went wrong through the night haven't gotten up yet. So 3 a.m. is a really prime nap spot if you're working emergency services. So I'm going to go 3 a.m. Ooh. I also call that the Matchbox 20 nap. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, dumb joke, but I'm with it. Logan, your final nap. All right. Let me tell you guys about the nap you never want to take, but you're going to need to take at some times in your life. And that's that's the 4 a.m. nap. <laughs> oh, I. All right. We already have 4 a.m. Someone already nine, called 4 a.m. nine seed. All right, oh, good. We got it at the ninth. Then I don't have to do it because no one should ever want to be like. You, you, there's just no reason to ever be awake at four a.m. Yeah, unless you're in literally Jason's <laughs> circumstance, it's the nap of shame. It, it is. It's <laughs> poor time management plus insomnia. I mean, I, I have both here's, those things. And here's I still, the thing like, about here's the thing about the four a.m. nap. The four a.m. nap is never a nap. It is going to bed. But it's it just going to bed this, for a couple hours. But it's going to bed. I had a 4 a.m. nap this morning. Yeah. yeah well, then I went you to bed get at 4, got up at 6. Yeah, it's going to bed knowing that the next day is going to be utter crap until you can sleep for real. And here I am at like 1 a.m. <laughs> so, right. so if you can't, if you right, can't right, have right, the 4 a.m. Right. or what do you got then? Um, shoot, I should have been noting what's, uh, what's still available. Um, Throw it out and I, I'll tell you. What about the 5? I think the 5 a.m. is the 5 a.m. there. Want, a lot of the 5 a.m. stuff applies to the to the 4 a.m. Um, where it's basically like you've already ruined your next day if if you've been up all night for even even if you're on the night shift or even if you've been working late on an assignment or something like that and you have the next day off. There's no real the way fi- even you know if what? you sleep five- a full eight hours when you go to the sleep. The 5 a.m. nap might be worse actually. Because commonly that's a sun up nap. Yeah, that's the problem. Like you're not a, getting I'm, deep sleep. I'm getting home to lie down when yeah. uh, there are people in my house getting up to leave. A lot of times yeah, this is also the this is the you got back from traveling but you have work in the morning nap. Yeah. Um and so you, you're trying to it's get what one. rest you can, but as you said, like it's starting to get light outside. Mentally you know you're gonna get up shortly. So it's really just to hold you over as, as best you can until you can you, you have to go about your day. Um, but you have to have it. You you can't come home, like, drop your things, unpack your stuff, and then sit around for an hour before cooking breakfast. You have to have that nap. I like this. I There are only two numbers not represented right now in our listings. And I think the reasoning for for my final selection might determine Kyle's selection based on what I know about his schedule. I think I'm correct here. <clears throat> The 9 p.m. nap is what I call the melatonin nap because I put our son down to sleep at 8 o'clock and then I take my melatonin. And it's about at 9 o'clock when I'm probably on the couch and I'm listening to a podcast and it's been an hour into my melatonin. And so I doze off until like 10 or 1030. And then because I have chronic ADHD, I don't actually go to bed till 2 uh, so it counts as a nap because it was a doze off at 9 p.m. But it's effective. It saved me in a lot of ways. So it's the melatonin nap. Um, that's the 9 p.m. Hmm. By the way, I just get, Kyle might pick it. A 9 a.m. nap is psychotic. I just want to make that clear. <laughs> I don't know a justification. Okay. Okay. You know, actually, I'm going to. I'm going to allow you the chance because there might be a justification I can point out. I'm, I'm going to rescind that. I'm going to leave the floor open for you, Kyle. My apologies. <laughs> um, I'm actually am going to take the 9 a.m. nap. Thank you. Um, and I'll tell you why. It's because if uh, teaching in a high school, if you've had a night, I actually kind of also took a 9 a.m. nap uh, today uh, in my office. I got done teaching my first hour, 9 o'clock. And because I had gotten two hours of sleep the night before, 
I went in, put my head down on my desk, <laughs> and during some prep hour, I just needed, like, I don't even, it was like, it was a bad nap. It's a 16 seed nap. Okay, <laughs> I'll give it that. It's a bad nap. Cause I was in and out of sleep. I was uncomfortable, but I like, it gave me just enough to like make it through my work day. Like just I, barely enough. It's a, it's a bad nap, but here's, here's, I'm, I'm, I'm going to, because I took it today, I'm going to include it. Here's when the 9am is a very good nap. 9am is the last possible time you can realistically finally decide you're calling in sick. The 9am nap mm. is when you wake up and you feel sick and you decide, no, I've got to go to work. You get up, you do some effort to trudge it. And at about 845, you finally say, no, it's not happening. I just can't. You call in at the last minute and say, listen, I I'm sick. I'm not doing it. Yep. You take off your work clothes. You lay back down at nine o'clock and you, you have, you have the, the last, like the buzzer beater sick day nap. You, you email nap. your professors with your like weak, sickly hands. And you're like, it's not happening with, it's not happening today. I'm not doing it. Yeah. And there is a relief because to quote John Mulaney in terms of instant relief, canceling plans is like heroin. So that, that moment, that last second moment of not doing it and then getting to take off your work clothes and go lay back down in bed. Cause it's a bed nap. Mm. And, and there's times when couch naps are fantastic. That's when a bed nap is good. But what, Kyle described feels like torture. This, uh, because <laughs> the, like, the relief, my, the small of my back hurts hearing him talk about that. The relief Steve is talking about double that relief if it's Utah in the winter and it's like 12 degrees outside. Mm, that's accurate because you're because then you're stripping <sighs> off layers. You're like, you know what? No, not big jacket day, not snow pants day, pajama day. That's what day it is. <laughs> Love it. Um guys, thanks for indulging my best guys, hour to take a nap, Brecket. Let's let's do this again like before. We're going to go seed by seed here. Uh the 116, the 9 a.m. versus 1 p.m. that I'm just going to say numbers a lot right now. Uh the the 215, 9 p.m. versus 2 p.m. What in the hell? That's crazy. <laughs> uh the 314 is is 5 a.m. versus 11 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> Good stuff. The 13-4 is the 3 a.m. versus the 6 p.m. <laughs> oh, that's an ugly matchup, but I would watch every minute of it. The 12-5, the famous 12-5 is 10 a.m. versus 11 p.m. That's an interesting one. They both serve a purpose. The 11-6 is 7 a.m. versus 5 p.m. 10-7 is 2 a.m. versus noon. <laughs> <laughs> And then the classic 8, 9, 3 p.m. versus 4 a.m. That was the most unnecessarily fun bracket I've ever done. Like, like, thanks, guys. Like, Jason's was an instant classic. That was a satisfactory one that I didn't realize I was going to have. We're now to the final. We're two hours in. We're now to the final bracket of of the uh, orange and oatmeal March Madness brackets. And I told you guys, because we were taking a lot of time, that we had to skip snubs, and there's a lot of reason for that. But it actually goes beyond that. This is the all-snub bracket. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Selections of this bracket must be snubs from the three previous three brackets. You can call <laughs> as many snubs from any of the brackets. You don't have to have an even number from the other three. If all four of your picks are from just one of the brackets, that's completely allowed. There are no rules to how those snubs are determined. But the rules contingent to those brackets apply. The rules of bodies of water would still apply in terms of if it qualifies as a snub. You do need to declare which bracket you're calling the snub from. Uh, and then we will fill 16 <laughs> brackets and it will be the all snub bracket. Awesome. I love that rule because it's like <laughs> just in case there's a body of water that's also a really popular like cricket play. <laughs> like we need to like determine <laughs> <laughs> I'll take the Indian Ocean from cricket. <laughs> yeah, I think that's awesome. <laughs> Joel Falaini coming in for an Indian Ocean, and he's got it. <laughs> what a beautiful moment here on Sky One. Um, that is, you guys can tell I stream a lot of sports because all the Sky One commercials. Um, 
let's do this. I'll snub bracket. Uh, so Kyle will go first, then Jason, then Logan, and then myself. Kyle, take it Dude, away. Dude, I've got the number one seat of snubs. <laughs> if Steve, if Steve had the like pressure of number one overall f- for all the brackets, number one of snubs is terrifying me right now. This is this is a tough <laughs> this is one. Very scary. I knew this I was doing this scary. the second I sent you guys the idea for this episode, and I've been so excited. <laughs> um, man, I was not ready for this. Uh, I'm going to revisit Bodies of Water because, uh, why not? I am actually, I am going to go with uh, the River Thames. Ooh. Okay. As uh, as the number one. As the number one snub, because I thought it was going to come up in our Bodies of Water bracket. It never did. And, uh... I'm gonna throw it up there as the number one. I thought that it was a. I thought that it was a snub. And you know what? I'm gonna take responsibility because I said the Great Salt Lake. The River Thames is way better. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I, I, maybe this is uh, me just fixing my own problems. But yeah, you know the what? River These Thames. committee picks can be political. I get it. You know, it yeah. makes sense in a lot of ways. <laughs> the River Thames, I really, I honestly wouldn't have. Clearly, I didn't because I didn't know what these were going to be to start with, but. Interesting. Jason, uh, you're on the two seed for the L snub bracket. Um, I'll dip into the sports plays bracket just because by design, it gets a fat guy, the ball in football. I'm going with the fumble ruski. Yes. <laughs> Give a me some loving. So that is good, good stuff. That I'm trying is... to spell fumble ruski in my notes here. <laughs> I, and I love it. I, I think I did I think it pretty it. simply. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> wow. How it sounds. Logan, uh, you got three. Uh, I'm going to go bodies of water. Uh, it's the first thing that came to mind when you said the river sticks and it opened up the world of fictional places. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to go with Neverland's Mermaid Lagoon. <laughs> Bro, if oh I could visit word. any body of water, that's like top three. <laughs> I mean... Yeah. I just, I'm so. <laughs> read yeah. some books. Come on, guys, it's fun. <laughs> that's pretty. Read some books. That's pretty. That's pretty fun. I'm gonna give. I'm gonna give you fun. Um, uh, I'm gonna Steve. go. I'm gonna go with the one play that I just really, honestly, once we got done with the plays bracket, I was really mad at myself. The double play should have made it into the plays yeah, bracket. Yeah, yeah. turning a double play um, deserves to be It there. is, it's one of the most poetic looking plays. The smoothness of a well-executed, like, 4-6-3 double play is the best. And, uh... I agree. Yeah. Which I need to... Bodies of water... Let's, um, just, we're, we're gonna know. It's fine. But, uh... So the one through four of the Elsnub's bracket, the River Thames, the Fumble Brewski, the Mermaid Lagoon, and the Double Play. I love you guys so much. Um, number five, Kyle. Guys, we danced all around it. We never hit it. If you are, if you're truly pulling an all-nighter, you need to hit the sleep <laughs> hey, a oh little earlier. You need uh, to hit the sleep a little earlier. A solid 10 p.m. <laughs> I nap <laughs> to get you through the all-nighter is where it's at. And oh. 10 p.m. is a snub. Kyle, will you I would marry put 10 me? p.m. above about four other hours that y'all picked. I love that I <laughs> wow. love that Kyle picked. We went through 16 hours of the day, and you still <laughs> found one to put fifth on the on this in bracket. The snub bracket. Yep. That's I'm I mean it's it's inspiring, really. Yeah. I mean, yeah well, well amazing. I'm I'm a pretty incredible person. Yeah, really though. <laughs> uh, Jason, go ahead. Number uh, six. I'm going to go with the Atlantic Ocean. Boo. Okay. I mean, Dude, it's basically, I it's basically the third NIT. or fourth of oceans, but that's fine. <laughs> it's basically the NIT. <laughs> the Atlantic Ocean is is uh, they're like Syracuse, like they get all the attention. But they're never as good as anybody remembers. <laughs> <laughs> well done. Yep. <laughs> Love it. Oh man. 
And Kyle's still reeling with the 10 p.m.er. Uh, Logan, be at the seven. <laughs> Uh, this is a, a tough decision because there's so many bodies of water and so many sports. <laughs> <laughs> there's so many sports. So, so many bodies of uh, water. Uh, uh, I'm going to say this. I think field goals are a dumb way for a game to end, but it's really exciting when they miss. So I think a game missing, like a, a game deciding missed field goal. If if we're playing Family Feud, it would not be up there. But anytime there's like the game no. is on the line and someone it's misses actually, the field this actually goal, is like I the think perfect it's actually, desperation Family Feud pick. Yeah, I think it's like a crazy like, exciting play. The last the last relative who's last for a reason, <laughs> who always picks the thing that's like we all know that's not it. Like yeah. the other family's gonna steal, we're screwed. Yeah. And right. then everybody has to say, good pick, good pick, anyways, to try to cheer him on. This is, this is mostly Honestly, my way of saying the if clapping you have field cadence goal, of Family Feud is why I hate that show. <laughs> if, if you have field goal on your list of best sports plays, field goals are dumb and never fun, but missed field goals can be fun. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. <laughs> love just, it. Love, I love this. Got it. So when I did Bodies of Water, if you guys didn't allow the river sticks, I had another one ready. And it was, there's something about a body of water that inspires its own literature. Walden Pond. Oh. Ooh, okay. uh, would have been my <laughs> other pick. Do you have, uh, I hated reading Walden. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a good it's a good pick. I just I had a, a class that beat me over the head with it and I, I think it's ruined for me forever. Oh, I get it. <laughs> I'm just saying that dude was like, this pond's pretty sick, and then wrote a whole book. See, he should have stopped it. This pond's pretty sick. He should have just stopped there. <laughs> and I'm just saying, I, I, I'm not judging the book at all. I'm just saying. It's true. How many times have you been somewhere and been like, that's a book? And he did he did it. Like, that's how inspired he was by a pond. Not a lake. A pond. <laughs> I like, I mean, I is like there, that is we're there, bringing ponds is into Is there this. anyone that's like, whew, man, Antelope Reservoir. This is a novel. <laughs> like probably. That's I don't know something. if that novel's gonna like see Walden, the name. Also the phrase that one either. The phrase on Walden Pond is it, like it, it's a very serene phrase. Like it's I just I I'm inspired by it also. It just it's very picturesque. Just when you look up Walden Pond, it's one of those classic like it's always autumn there somehow. <laughs> It's always mid-September there. Well, yeah, it has to be because like, Thoreau has to decide the meaning of life is all, like, assigned to every different part of a dying leaf and go on about it for, like, 8,000 words for me to read. Talk about class. the pond, Logan. Talk about the pond. <laughs> sorry, sorry. <laughs> Stand the ball here. <laughs> Speaking of balls or bodies of water or times of the day, Kyle, you're at nine. Um... I'm sticking with the bodies of water. Um, you know what we are missing from bodies of water, guys? We don't have a good fjord. <laughs> we need I, Lysa, oh, man, Lisa it's, Fjord it's from just, in Norway. We it, don't have a fjord, and I'm do. sending you a picture in our chat right it's now. It's just not a, a full episode of Orange and Oatmeal until Kyle's brought up fjords. We haven't <laughs> we haven't talked fjords enough. <laughs> um, just tell me that that does not deserve... To be in our bodies of water bracket. Truly, just, I'm just truly the you. most I've ever hated Kyle was when I asked you about something and you're like, oh, I'm actually going to be gone that week. And it was like two weeks in the future. And you're like, oh, I'm going to be gone that week. I'm going to be in Norway. I was like, what? <laughs> and you're like, yeah, we're just going to be in Norway for like a week. It's like, F you. What? Why? What? <laughs> <laughs> I think that's also. Yeah, I think there's multiple times during that trip that I know I've upset you quite a bit. <laughs> and you know, I apologize for that. Do you know how many times? <laughs> Um, Kyle has used bracket episodes to humble brag that he's been to Norway. I didn't. <laughs> I did. Logan's the one that brought it up that, hey, he, that this, I had gone this there. Dog breed no one's heard of. Norway. <laughs> Kyle. This Kyle. cheese no one can pronounce. Norway. The next time we do one of these bracket episodes, it's just going to be best places in Norway. The entire Winter has Olympic been. sports bracket. Norway. <laughs> Oh, I'm also typing you how to spell that. I had to Google it. I didn't know. 
tune in next week for uh the best the best eateries that uh Kyle frequented while he was in Norway. The sixteen <laughs> best places to get Norway. a pretzel. It's cool, guys. You should go to Norway sometime. Oh, should I? <laughs> I'll get right on that. Should I just go? <laughs> I, yeah. I I could barely get to Vegas for a day's game, but let's go to Norway. <laughs> One day, one day, one day. Oh my goodness, Jason, what do you got? Oh, let's see. I did ocean last time. I'm gonna go. Uh, I'll go back to sports. I don't really have any more hours to take a nap. I don't nap that much. <laughs> um, but uh, I'm gonna go back to sports plays. I'm gonna go with a bullseye in archery. That'll work. Ooh. That is very astute. I like that one a lot. I'm I'm good with that one. I like that one a whole lot. Um All right. Uh Logan, what do you got? Uh I I meant to bring this up earlier. I'm glad I didn't because it would have been in snub talk and now we're doing snubs. Uh this is the eight year anniversary of a very special sports moment. Do you guys know what it <gasps> you is? You suck. You suck. All right, Kyle. Because I was going to put this one I next. Was, I, I, <laughs> this was, this is, this is on my list. This I, is, this is my next this one. Is the eight year, can, can who I, do you think you are? This I is am. the eight year anniversary of Pete Weaver, the bad boy of bowling. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Dropping. <laughs> who do you think the, you who are? Who do you I think am. you are? I am, quote. After I'm literally holding my thumbs toward my shoulders right uh, now. Oh, with all the forehead P- veins you can imagine. D. That w. was my next. So thing. my, I, I'm gonna say uh, bowling a perfect game. You suck. I literally had that written down. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I had no like idea this was gonna be a thing I had that people wanted to say. I'm so, I didn't know. <laughs> I guess you could make up for it by going to Norway. <laughs> Oh, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, you boys. Um, this is tough. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna stay with sports. The one thing we cover women's sports and we love it and we're here for it. A lot of the sports talk has looked past that a little bit, which is why gymnastics sticking the landing. Ooh. Okay. Uh, is is twelve? Just it, like the, Simone Biles doing every unhuman flip and sticking that landing, not having to do a subtle step back. There, there's nothing more satisfying. Like the satisfaction of watching that is something else. Yeah. the The Beijing Olympics I thought was defined as much by the the women's gymnastics team as it was the swimming. Yeah. Uh, I sticking I, the landing. I just always think it's funny, and this happens to me every summer Olympics. I can barely pull off a cart roll without like a cartwheel without hurting my hip. And at the same time, I'm so judgmental the moment I see like a little bit of bounce in a gymnast's foot. I'm just like, yeah. oh, that they, she they screwed it. <laughs> yeah, get get her off the stage. She doesn't deserve ignore to be the, here. Ignore the fact she just did like a triple it's, flip. Yeah. Only, she bounced a little bit. The only bit. time I'm I'm worse at that is is diving, especially synchronized diving. <laughs> I mean, for goodness sake, pull your knee in. <laughs> <laughs> oh my oh my gosh do you train do you train when it's the same thing every like, four years because i forget a lot of the the rules and the techniques so like day one i'll be watching with my dad and i'll be like i don't know they're all doing backflips it's amazing and by like day three we're leaning over to each other like this girl from hungary how did she even make the team i mean <laughs> <laughs> have you seen her i just don't know maybe hungary's low on gymnast this year <laughs> That's great. Her ankles are like just all out of sorts. If I, if I was Coach Houlihan, I'd be embarrassed right now. This is <laughs> this is an absolute disgrace to biathlon. <laughs> like, I just I'll never forget watching. It was it was, it was the last um, Winter Olympics when, um, like, I think a luge, like a doubles luge world record, was broken or something like that. Or there was a big come from behind, like, um, like, what's the word I'm looking for? Like split to win a gold medal. And I'll never forget a commentator l- yelling, the luge community is going crazy right now. And I'm like, <laughs> I need to find this luge community. Because <laughs> if it's anything close to the, like, the Duluth curling club, <laughs> it's got to be the best place in the world. Like the luge community. 
Also a great band name, underrated band name. Anyway, we're now down to our final selections of all the brackets, let alone the all snub bracket with the 13 seed. Kyle, take it away. Uh, yeah, my final snub is a sprint kick at the end of a good distance run. Like two, especially if there's two or more people, uh, you know, vying for that spot. They've run forever and who's just got the most gas left in oh, the tank. Yeah, at the end. Photo I finish. love that. Photo finish is a good one. Yep. So I'm going to go a good sprint kick at the end of a distance run. I'll take it. Um, Jason, 14. Oh, okay. So much water. Uh, I, what do I want to do? Um, perhaps for its historical and uh, religious significance, um, I just don't want to see the Red Sea get truly snubbed. So I'm going to the Red Sea. Ooh, I considered the Red Sea earlier, so good pick. I like it. I like it a whole lot. Uh, number 15, Logan. Uh, this is where I'm going to throw out my Homer pick for Bodies of Water. I just It's hard to decide between the one people know and have heard of and the one that I actually like more. Um, but it's my pick, so I'm going to go with the Columbia River. The Columbia River. It is It is the source of basically the Columbia River Gorge, which is the part of Oregon that you drive through that makes you think, wow, Oregon is really fantastic. Um, and it's it's the border. It's the Washington-Oregon border, so it's kind of, it gives you the, the cool. iconic little yeah, like squiggle that. there. It's, a, it's the namesake for the Columbia, like, clothing company, if you've seen, like, the Columbia clothing brand. Yeah. So, all of that, like it, it kind of gives a lot of the Pacific Northwest its flavor. That that all comes from. That's the a good. That's a good Homer yeah. pick. That's way better than my Homer pick. Yeah. Well, the the opposite one would be Crater Lake, but honestly, a lot of people in Oregon don't go to or care about Crater Lake. It's just kind of a, like it's not a wholly touristy thing, but it's kind of more of a touristy thing. Right. Cool. Love it. Steve, you have the last snub, the last pick of all fourteen brackets after like. Two hours and 15 minutes or however long this has been. What's the final pick? I've thought a lot about this. Um, I'm going to go with a moment in sports that has forever been consistent. That is founded upon uh, the most honored rule in all of sports. And that is that the only uh and that is sorry and that is that the way to win calvin ball is that calvin always wins <laughs> nice so it's calvin always wins is our it's 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 the it's winning calvin ball <laughs> i like it is is how to do it that's a good end snub i like that good callback yeah it's calvin always wins I actually looked really hard at like, I swear there was one point where the books actually said like, this is how you would there. They never tell you how you win. The only time they say it is that Calvin says Calvin always wins. And then the only other thing he says is like the only consistent rule in Calvin balls. You never play the same way twice. Yeah, the uh, I'll say this. I've ended a lot of sporting events in every sport, uh, less than smiling. We'll say, but I've never finished a, a Calvin Hobbs, Calvin ball strip, not smiling. And that, that goes to, to show it belongs on the list, I think. Oh, and by the way, let me get uh, one last rant in before we call this an episode. All you all you nerds out there coming at me with Quidditch being the best fictional sport, I will shove Calvin Ball down your throat. <laughs> Never talk to me again. Never talk to me again. That's it. That's all I got. <laughs> are, we, are, we, are we good? Are we still having fun? Well, the, Sorry. The, the Quidditch World Cup. Yeah. Yeah. Calvin always wins. <laughs> anyway, here are, uh, is the seed matchup breakdown for the all snub bracket. Uh, the 16 one, the river Thames versus Calvin always wins. The two fifteen is the fumble Ruski in the Columbia river. Uh, <laughs> don't make me choose the, the red sea versus the mermaid lagoon. <laughs> The photo finish in the double play. <laughs> Sticking the landing versus 10 p.m. <laughs> <laughs> G- 
Bowling a 300 versus the Atlantic Ocean. The bullseye and the missed field goal. That's a good one. That's a good one. Um, and then possibly L- Logan's personal hell is Lisa Fjord versus Walden Pond for the 8-9. <laughs> that is your all-snub bracket matchup breakdown. Um, friends, this uh, another great bracket episode. It's been a pleasure. I feel like we just finished Christmas. Yeah, I, I should feel exhausted, and to an extent I do, because I have a lot of work I should have been doing, but I would do more of this, like, tomorrow. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> um, Obviously, this is going to be a long one. It's been a while since we've done an O&O. They're not always going to be two and a half hours for new Patreoners, but thank you much for uh, for having some fun with us here for a fun bracket extravaganza. <laughs> Pardon me on the sneeze there. Um, But uh, anything else that we want to bring to Forefront before we call this an episode? No, no, I don't think so. Um, As we said in our next episode of WMA Nation, we'll be laying out uh, some more details on what the Patreon restructuring is going to look like. Um, And with that means some new content, some really cool kickbacks. uh, And we're excited to get that going. Um, And also just ready to dive into more content because it's March. It's March Madness. And then it's draft season. And then it's pretty much everything else. This is just... This point in the year moves so quickly that the season starts like before you even realize it. It's going to be insane. I'm amped. I can't wait for the season. Like it's just like we're hitting. We're finally through February where we get March. We get uh, an awesome uh, women's tournament coming up, and then right after that, it's go time into the season, into the Olympics. The next several months are going to be a blast. Absolutely, uh, Jason Logan. Anything else? Uh, no, just, uh, Patreoners, we appreciate you. We appreciate all the support you give the show. Um, if you have any thoughts about what we can do on this show, what we can do on, uh, on our main channel, um, as always, you guys have access to us. So send us messages, whether it's through Patreon or on Twitter at WNBA Nation Pod. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. If you have thoughts, let us know. Absolutely. Uh, Logan, any final words? I just, I'm really interested in hearing about when you all like to take your naps. So be sure to, when these, when these brackets go out, uh, be sure to look out for them and to, and to vote so we can learn a little bit about you. What were the biggest nap snubs? I do want to know, uh, you know, when, when that was, cause that's, that's important to me. I'm about to take um, a 1am nap. I that's good that stuff. Right now. Yeah. That's, that's, that's on the docket. Foch. <laughs> uh, in, in DD, but, uh, and also, you know, if you have other brackets that you want to see happen in the month of March, let us know because uh, I'll always find time to do a bracket. And that includes uh, the women's NCAA bracket, uh, of which uh, we we should be planning on doing another bracket pool this year. If you've been involved in that before, they're usually a lot of fun. We're hoping to see you around if that's the case. But uh, happy March. Thank you so much for enjoying another of these Orange and Oatmeal episodes. Always a good time. Uh, and again, of course, thank you for all of your support and everything that you do to help impact the show positively. Uh, we very much appreciate everything. Uh, we're excited to connect with you again. We'll have another of these in April. But until then, thank you so much for listening. I'm Steve Schwartzman. I'm Kyle Haywood. I'm Jason Snow. I'm Logan Jones. And we'll orange you next oatmeal.